0: You are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage, and push you to a new edge of discovering what that big CEO energy means for you. Listen, I understand that we have barriers that we carry from when we were once employees, and those have impacted us as we continue to build our businesses. I'm here to walk alongside you and give you encouragement through interviews with friends and other women in business who have broken down those barriers and paved their own way. Tune in with me as we uncover some of the unconscious things that we do that keep us from building that big CEO energy we've always dreamed about. Let's dive in. Welcome back. Today, we are going to dive deep into effective leadership in today's dynamic business landscape. I, I really truly believe that when we explore the crucial aspect of leadership that often takes the backstage with emotional intelligence, particularly for female CEOs, we can uncover a lot of things to learn. So this episode is going to be relatively short, but it's going to be super impactful for so let's dive in. Emotional intelligence, this concept of it rather, has been gaining prominence as a key factor in successful leadership over an abundance of time. But today we're going to focus on how it really intersects with the role of a CEO in a female capacity and why this is a game changer, not only in the corporate world, but your business as CEO. And so to guide us through this discussion, we've sort of prepared a comprehensive exploration of this topic. Then first I want to define what emotional intelligence actually is, because it's not just about being in touch with your emotions, but really understanding and managing them effectively. And when we talk about managing and understanding your emotions, it's really being in tune with what is going on behind the scenes. So, for example, for me, that looks like when I feel a rub, when I feel discontentment, when I feel like I have been, quote unquote, personally intact, right? Or how could she say that to me? Or they don't even know me. I have to sort of stop for a moment and really unpack that. And I have to unpack it because what that's telling me is that there is something underlined that is making me feel really uncomfortable. And so I've said this time and time again, but when we get emotional about someone's response to either what we do or say, or maybe what we don't do or say, that usually is a cause for us to look internally and really understand where that's actually coming from. When we can actually understand where it's coming from in terms of, is it our childhood? Is it something that happened to us in, you know, corporate? Is it something that's happened to us from our friends or from our family? We then can say, that's interesting. What are the parts and pieces that are making the feathers ruffle? So when we define and understand and manage our emotions effectively, we have to then ask, how does this then play a role in our leadership? And I was just having this conversation today with some wonderful folks about when we are leading teams, when we are leading ourselves in our business, it comes from emotion. It comes from an emotional response to what we've learned, what we've gained as wisdom, what we have implemented throughout our teams, throughout what we've implemented to ourselves. But especially we have to ask, how does this play a role in my leadership as a female CEO? And there's this stereotype that really associates leadership with Traits that are often labeled as masculine. You know, you've got to be, you've got to be strong and you've got to not show emotion and you've got to be a good leader and a good guide and help people shape and inform. But how does this perception of emotions and leadership impact us? And how can emotional intelligence really help navigate through the expectations? Because if we're saying to ourselves as a female CEO that we are leading our business and we are leading our teams, then that often evokes a masculine response, right? It is structure and it is order. If we can really get on the side of unpacking emotions and if we can be emotional with people, I think then we find ourselves in a human element. There we find ourselves building empathy. Empathy is really a cornerstone of emotional intelligence. But I think if we can ask how can female CEOs leverage empathy to build strong, cohesive teams and foster a positive work culture, it really starts with ourselves. It really starts with looking at the way that we have experienced empathy. And so if you are not experiencing empathy or haven't experienced empathy in a truest of form, which is being able to see somebody's opposition or be able to see the situation that they are in and be able to understand it. We don't always have to have a reaction. We don't always have to have an answer for them. And we certainly don't have to fix their problems. But when we can empathize and understand the situation that they are in. I think back to my corporate days of being in HR and when I could empathize with their situation and understand the situation that they were in. I was then able to pull tips and tools out of my toolkit, not to help fix them, but to give them something else to think about. Have you considered? What would it look like if? And sometimes we have to tell those things to ourselves, right? Have I considered everything that needs to be considered that I am trying to say that this is true or untrue? What would it look like if? I had these tools in my tool belt. What would it look like if I could get myself to a place of leading myself in my business or others in my business? And when we start to build empathy for ourselves and the situations that we are dealing with as female entrepreneurs, as female CEOs, we then can understand the empathy of others. And... When we start to understand and have empathy for others, we start to understand the inside of a team culture. We start to understand what a positive work culture would look like. And it's not about having roundtables about everybody's feelings and blah, but it's about one-on-one encouraging each other to think differently, to go beyond the circumstance that we have created or that has been created for us. But every leadership role really comes with its own set of challenges, right? I mean, we can all agree on that, but for female CEOs, really the challenges might be a little bit more unique. But this emotional intelligence serves as a valuable tool in navigating these challenges so that we can turn them into opportunities for learning, we can turn them into opportunities for growth, and there we can create a better leadership experience. And when we create a better leadership experience, we often make an impact on decision-making. Decision-making is a critical aspect of leadership, right? How does emotional intelligence influence the decision-making process for a female CEO? Well, when we are in tune to the emotions and we can regulate those, we often can see decisions a little bit clearer we often can unpack the situation a little bit more to help us understand what the next best right step is. And are there decisions, right, where it becomes a decisive factor? Sure, but I think we're able to labor on those a little bit differently when we can see how our emotions are impacting that decision. I also wanna be clear in saying that emotional intelligence is not static. It evolves with the experiences and continuous learning that we put in front of us. And when we focus on personal growth and when we leverage emotional intelligence as a tool for ongoing development, what happens is is we start to develop capacity. I have worked with a therapist, I can't tell you how long, but we talk about all the time about developing capacity. And when we, within our capacity, uncover experiences and the learnings that we have, we then can understand what that means for our own personal growth as a leader. We understand what that means as our own personal growth when we are a wife or mother or sister or friend. And we can leverage this emotional intelligence as a tool so that we effectively can focus on, again, how it intersects with the role that we have. And it's not, again, about being in touch with these emotions, right? It's about understanding and managing them effectively. So when we look at personal growth and look at continuous learning, and we say, I have learned insert here but what i want to learn is and then we implement personal growth into that the want turns into the action and the learning turns into the growth because then you stack habits after habits after habits after habits right again building capacity for this emotional intelligence And then that becomes the ongoing development of how we lead, how we implement, how we structure, how we move forward, both the companies that we're serving and the companies that we are leaders of. But there's this growing number of CEOs that are making their mark in various industries by contributing to breaking the glass ceiling with emotional intelligence. And what aspiring female leaders can learn from those who have already paved the way is to continue to show up differently, continue to show up in your capacity, continue to uncover what your emotional intelligence says about your personal growth and and what your continuous learning looks like. Because you can, right? Look at what everybody else is doing and it sounds really, really fun. But there's something to be said about paving your own way. And I say this all the time, it is no secret. But when we are paving our own way, we start to think a little bit differently. And we start to think about breaking our own glass ceiling that we have created for our own self. Because we all have a layer of of a glass ceiling, right? But again, with the emotional intelligence piece, if we are not understanding and managing our emotions effectively, we will never be able to look at the glass ceiling and say, what are the things that I need to do to break it? When we dissect. And and when I use the word dissect, it is like so intricately, it is every little thing. And this takes a lot of work. And I have some podcast episodes that I have done with some friends that I will put in the show notes. But when we do the work, we can then hold ourselves accountable. We can then pick out the things that, you know, maybe it has impacted us from others. So that we can work through breaking through our glass ceiling. There's always going to be a glass ceiling where you work, right? There's always going to be that layer. an emotional intelligence inside of that layer, if you are working in a corporate environment, again, means that you are unpacking the emotions that you have. You are identifying what are the strongholds that are happening to you right now at this moment. And you're building capacity to learn new things. As we wrap up kind of this this discussion, I'm I'm not done with this quite yet, but I want to give everybody a chance to really dissect what emotional intelligence means to you. Can you journal about that? What does it mean to you? What are some of the things that are impacting your emotional intelligence? But it's evident that emotional intelligence is not just a buzzword. It's not. It's a critical skill set that can transform your leadership dynamics and how you show up as a CEO in your own company. Female CEOs are armed with high emotional intelligence that are not just leading, but they're redefining the roles of the game. I am so grateful that I have built capacity for emotional intelligence. And it's only been done with the work that has been done behind the scenes privately, with accountability people, with other insights that I have gained from things that I have chosen, to build capacity for. So if you enjoyed today's episode, I want you to be sure to subscribe and and stay tuned for more leadership insights because I'm really gonna put a big focus on that this year. And it's not just about leading teams because you can't even get to the point of leading the team unless you lead yourself first. So I wanna unpack what that looks like. I wanna give you some tangible tips and tools to make sure that we are serving that way serving each other serving ourselves and so journal what does emotional intelligence mean for you and look out for the next one thanks for tuning into the show today if you heard something that helped you i would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends This helps more people just like you become inspired to move the needle of their big CEO energy into a positive direction. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals.